1: Uh, everything's under control, situation normal. I don't wanna grow up you super Jurassic Park, now bringing
2: to the kids of the devil. Ecto-gongles with ecto-popper, neutron blaster and water, separate, sold separately.
3: From the corner penthouse of Spook Central, all the way to Star Killer Base, this is Yes Have Some Podcast. Do I?
1: Yes Have Some
0: Yo, hey! Hey! Oh, okay. No, it's it's this. It's hey,
1: yo. Hey, uh,
3: yo. Is that Rocky? Who? who? What do we do? Scott Hall. Scott Hall. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. Scott
0: Hall. Right. Thank you. I could be like, uh you know who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. Still, he, Scott Hall.
3: If you had a toothpick, I if I had a toothpick, would've I, would've I would throw it, it at you, Jake. that what he says.
0: That's what he said
2: the first time when he did. Is that what he says though? It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, does it?
0: No. Well it's wrestling. It doesn't make it never makes sense. You know what else doesn't make sense? Welcome to Yes Have Some Pod. I haven't done the intro yet. Just opening. People think people can be listening, oh, and they think I was that, unaware we were. I was unaware we were recording here. Well, Jake, Jake didn't know we were recording for the first year. He thought we were just <laughs> talking every week.
3: <laughs> He's, man, they like What's to talk happening?
0: for a long time. I don't know. We're gonna fight through some audio issues, and we're gonna have a good time. And listen, the world of podcasting is a is a technological nightmare. I'm having a great time though. It's episode 122 of Yes Have Some Podcast. Welcome to the show everybody, my name is Craig Goldberg I'm your co-host, because I have co-hosts, Abigail Gardner
3: Hey, what's up guys? How are you? I'm good What's on your mind? Uh, I We were doing like a smooth talk version of Yes Have Some before on one of our earlier recording attempts And I kind of want to go yeah. back to it Go for it uh, this is smooth talk on yes, have some. I'll be your smooth host, Abigail Gardner. That's <laughs> are you, all I have. Are
0: you applying that that you have to say smooth in yeah, every sentence? Just so
3: you know, people know. <laughs> that's how they. That's how we keep it smooth. Uh, Jake, how are you, man? I'm
2: good, man. Uh, I'm just, you know what? I want to get this. I need to talk about this really quick. Okay, you guys. I know we're not. It's not going to be a big topic. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to need you guys to go see Suspiria. Okay.
3: Yeah.
0: That
2: is on the, the docket? Now. Like tonight. <laughs> right
0: now. Hey,
3: cancel the podcast. We see we that like once an episode. I
2: need you to watch the original. It's very short. And then I'm going to need you to watch the remake. It's very long. I need you to watch Stay by the Bell here. the
0: college years because it's All very racist.
2: <laughs> so we can talk about it. We're going to do that. We're going to see Suspiria. <laughs> We're in the next (laughs) episode. I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do that.
0: We'll see Suspiria. It's in theaters. It's in the theaters. And I'm sure people listening have seen it. Maybe they're waiting for us to to make comments about it. But we talked about the trailer. So that would make sense. It would make sense to go back and cover the movie (laughs) we talked about the
2: trailer for. So it's also it's also, um, I don't know, uh, a spiritual experience? I don't know. It was amazing. was okay. very good. Cool. I'm gonna go hey ahead man. And check that. Maybe uh, when you're up here, you need to see it. Okay, while it's in a
0: theater. I need. You know what? I've been thinking lately. I want to have a spiritual experience. I feel like everybody else is having these experiences all the time. Not
3: me. You went and saw Star is Born, and F- no. I would say that your reaction was. Pretty That's not.
0: That wasn't a spiritual experience. It was emotional. It was emotional. Okay. I. Uh, I. Uh, You know how, like, when a kid sees Avengers and, like, uh, Spider-Man dies or whatever, and, like, the parents have to explain to the kid that it's not real? Like, I need Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga to call me on the phone and tell me that, like, that it was just a movie and that everything's okay (laughs) and that I don't need to, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, no spoilers. I cried so hard without spoiling anything. I cried. I cried. I cried. I Logan okay. Jake cried like Jake when you cried at the end of Logan. Wow! Well, I,
3: it was like My Guardians of the Galaxy the first time. I know that's what.
0: Yeah, I, I swear to God, and this is no spoilers. I did not watch the last five minutes of the movie because I had my head buried in my hoodie and I could not look at the screen. Oh wait, that wasn't a uh, Stars Born. That was uh, Halloween. I was Michael Myers was dead Oh speaking of that (laughs) That actually just triggered something We never talked about this story This is one of my favorite stories of all time When we were at Dragon Con this year uh, We were with our buddy Hal Clay And uh Hal has a son who's five years old His name's Thorin he's a great Great little guy Mm -hmm. and Thorin Because because Hal's his dad Thorin loves Sci-fi and horror and watches A bunch of shit that he probably shouldn't be watching And uh we're at Dragon Con, and we're all in the room and Hal, Hal's on the phone and you kind of hear him consoling and saying it's going to be okay. You'll be fine. It's just a movie. And uh, he, he gets off. I
3: think he had to like step out of he the hotel out of room, the room to like go and he's like I gotta take room.
0: this. Stepped out of the room and uh, he came back in and said hey, hey, how's everything okay? What's going on? He goes, oh, had to talk to Thor and he was really upset. And I go, Oh really? What, what happened? Well, what, you know, what, what's going on? He goes, uh, Thor was watching alien resurrection and he started crying when the alien
3: died. <laughs> 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 oh my, like, like, I, I, was I like, already <laughs> liked Thorne. But that's like the cutest,
0: like most endearing
3: like, thing I've ever heard. So
0: like, it's funny on like ten different. It's funny that a kid in 2018 is five years old watching Alien Resurrection. Then it's funny that he's yeah.
3: rooting for I the feel aliens. Because like his dad has like a giant xenomorph. Well, Hal has a huge xenomorph costume. I feel like Thorin probably associates it with his dad. So there's some sort does, of a, like a feeling of like,
2: well, oh, that
3: like is that my dad? Or does, is, does Thorin
2: think? No, I like that.
0: You Thor like it? thinks that xenomorphs are his dad.
3: Yeah. Oh my God. That's cool. He's like seven or six
1: or something. Does he think Sigourney no, Weaver's
3: yeah. his mom? That's a kid can I dream. I
2: too, though, when he told that story. I was like, I was like, hey, I, I feel kind of a kinship with, yeah. with that kid. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I, I'm trying to think of. Oh. That's how I felt watching Jurassic Park in theaters, I think. Like, it was like, oh. That,
2: hey, in, in his defense, like that. In that movie, when that alien dies, it's very like it's very it's a very like painful, weird uh, scene, because also that alien is like, uh, you know, it regards like Sigourney Weaver as its mother. And it's like cradling her and then like she kills it and you can see like the sadness in its face as it's like betrayed by her and then he gets sucked out of that tiny little fucking hole, who wouldn't be upset watching that?
0: Well, I I think it's going to be funny in like 15, 20 years when Thorne's in like a therapist's office and, and, uh, they're going to start exploring his childhood and he's going to have these repressed memories of his dad being out of town at Dragon Con and him having to witness the death of what who he thought was his own father <laughs> on a television screen. It was very <laughs> traumatizing. Um, th- I would venture to say that this has to be the most deep dive psychological discussion about alien resurrection
3: that and anybody's ever things. had. I love it. I want to do an Alien Resurrection episode. I don't think I've seen that one. Okay. Yeah. uh, After Jake's description of the finale, I want to see it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Dude, here's the thing. Well, I'll get some tissues. (laughs) The first four, like, even Alien 3 I like. Like, they're aliens. And Sigourney, like, there's what do you want? Yeah. You're not going to be better than the first one, in my opinion. The second one's a ton of fun. Kind of a legendary action Mm -hmm. movie. And then you you say we're just having fun. Mm Mm-hmm. That's my story. That's my Hal Clay story. Did you guys like it?
3: I loved it. I,
0: it was Alien. I, we're just having fun. Like yeah. uh, we we uh, we meant to tell that story after Dragon Con and We got we got sidetracked. There's so.
3: so so many stories. So many stories. Um, Some we'll never share.
0: Well, cool. A uh, little bit of housekeeping before we get going on with fuck budgeting and all that stuff. Um, thanks again to Trevor Morgan, uh, who was our guest last week. Um, if you didn't know, Trevor is a writer. He's a director. He's an actor. He was in a little movie called Jurassic Park three. He played Eric,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Eric Kirby. Um, if we had to rank all the kids that have ever been in Jurassic Park, where, where does Eric rank? Not, not Trevor Morgan, not his performance. He's a friend of the podcast, but when we're talking Tim. Lex, I think Eric. we're going to
3: be talking about Tim later in this episode, and uh, I have to say that Eric is a lot more capable and a lot smarter and better equipped at surviving.
0: Here's my theory about that. Yeah, okay. he brought that's true. Yeah, Tim's parents were going through a divorce, but I don't think he knew. Oh, yeah, he did. He was with his stepdad at the beginning. Well, that kid, Tim hey. or Eric? Tim and Eric.
3: Tim and Eric. Okay, we're
0: talking uh, about it. I said Tim. I meant to talk. I meant to say Eric.
1: Yeah.
0: Huh, there's so yeah. many damn kids in this franchise. It's Steven Spielberg. Uh, <laughs> it's good. Um, well, anyways, thanks to Trevor for being on the show again. We talked Halloween. We talked the entire Halloween franchise. We talked the new one. A lot of opinions. A lot of fire back and forth. So thanks to Trevor, and uh, he's doing the uh, circuit right now. The film festival circuit for his release. Uh, Margaret and the Moon, and uh, that's going to be on video on demand soon enough. So we'll be plugging that as it comes out. Uh, I really like talking to Trevor, uh, and we'll, we'll we'll be sure to have him back. Yeah, I got to watch The Patriot. He was also in The Patriot.
3: You've never seen The Patriot? Ah, that was a Gardner family classic. Really? Yeah, absolutely. You
0: should call your dad and tell you your friends with Trevor now.
3: I almost did. <laughs> I may have mentioned it. I may have called him just to tell him at one point.
0: It's so funny because now, like. Uh, Jake I uh, Somebody at work Was talking about The Sixth Sense And I was like Oh you know that scene where, You know like, he gets pushed pushing the closet I'm yes. like are You idiot Shut up
3: yeah. I'm gonna go on vacation <laughs> With him
0: Yeah <laughs> he's, he's coming to Orlando With us next time So He's kind of a friend Of the
3: podcast <laughs> So uh, <laughs>
0: uh, So thank you to Trevor And um, Thank you to all Of our patrons So we get, we got Patreon stuff We're actually we're, Guys Double duty tonight We got a bonus episode That's gonna be going up This week uh, so if anybody wants to get in on Patreon support YHS podcast, it is going to be patreoncom slash yes, have some. And, uh, we've talked about it extensively. We've got a lot of different tiers for as little as $1 a month. You can get in on the Patreon $10 a month tier is what's going to get you those bonus episodes. And it goes up from there. And, uh, it's funny when I talk about Patreon, the, the one that everybody seems to react to is the YHS VHS club, which is $25 a month. Is the uh, is the tier, and then every other month we're going to get a audio commentary for a movie that we choose, and then you get a VHS copy of that movie mm-hmm. in the mail. It never gets old. Getting mail's the best. I love is it. it. Yeah. I had a theory this week that yeah. getting a getting a package in the mail is one of the best feelings. Yeah, a, a human being can getting go through. Getting a big
3: package in the mail, especially when it's full of like old vintage stuff, is one of the better feelings. Yeah, I got it, one of those this week from my brother. It was full of cassette tapes and, like, a boombox and, like, an old Walkman, uh, which is very cool. He put, like, little note cards in all the cassette tapes with, like, his thoughts and opinions on each song. He went overboard. It's going to take me a really (laughs) long time to get through them. Uh, A lot of REM, but I'm excited. I don't know if you're listening, bro, but thanks. Uh,
0: Jake, uh, would you get anything in the mail this week? Yeah. What'd you get?
2: Oh man. Uh did I? Mm, I think the last thing I got in the mail uh was last week. I got um this very big so you know like uh when you used to go into like a blockbuster, there would be um like oversized VHS boxes kind of hanging as like a, a Oh yeah, you know, just yeah. like as a display. It's yep. like yeah. it's like an exact replica of a VHS box, but uh but very big. Um I found a Jurassic Park one Online for a pretty good price, and I thought uh, I thought that it was like you you guys have a Back to the Future one, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I I thought it was going to be about that size, which is I don't know, like how big
0: would you? It's say roughly
3: it's larger like, than a cereal box. Uh, yeah, like it's, it's, close it's to cereal it, box. Size. Yeah, it's probably like 16,
0: yeah. sixteen inches tall by like a foot. It's like right.
2: yeah. So yeah, so I thought that's what I was buying. Um, it comes in. And I was like, what the fuck is this?
1: <laughs> she, is, you just get you know, mad at the a mail? A replica of the
2: VHS box. I was like, why is this so fucking big? I was like, why did they package this in such a big thing? <laughs> it's like three feet tall. Yeah. Oh my it's God. Huge. It's huge. Vi- it's very big. It's like way bigger than I thought. And not only that, is it also came with the original, like... Uh, instruction sheet on how to put it together and it says like Jurassic Park up in the corner. Uh, it's very cool. I haven't put it together yet. Um but yeah I think that's the that's the last mail I got.
0: It's funny you said that I bought um an original uh Playmates Ninja Turtle sewer layer playset uh on I actually got it off Facebook, like in a, a Facebook marketplace. P- uh. Well not even marketplace. Uh, it was like a toy uh Ninja Turtle toy group. Okay. Uh, And I got a good deal on it. It was 99% complete. It was only missing two pieces. I bought both the little pieces on eBay, and one of them was like, it's the smallest piece on the playset. It's like a little yellow disc that plugs into the top. And I literally, I didn't have to get it, but my completest mentality said, no, you got to complete this sewer playset. So I paid 12 bucks for this tiny piece of plastic. (laughs) And they packaged it in like the biggest a big box like bigger than it should have been and i was like oh what did i order this is awesome i don't even remember or and then i'm opening it i'm digging through just bags and bubble wrap and i get down to this <laughs> little yellow disc i was like oh well it didn't break but uh they could literally put it in an envelope and yeah. send it in the mail It would have <laughs> been fine not complaining got the complete play set. that was my big uh i think that that showed up on Halloween night.
3: Yeah. It was like a fun thing to do after we handed out all the candy was God, to come and put that together. It so. was so good. Um, <laughs> Jake, I saw your box too. I'm very um, jealous because it's huge. It's very, <laughs> that's all of that. I kind of want to take back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like that. Sentence.
3: God. Jake, I saw your box <laughs> the, and I'm jealous because The former it's Christian, huge. he like says things that I'm like, wait,
0: hold on. What's hold on. That? Hold on. Is that one? Um, so yeah. So. Getting back to what we were talking about, if you like getting things in the mail, if you want to support, yes, have some podcasts in any capacity. We appreciate it more than, you know, helps us do a lot of the cool stuff that we're trying to do. Helps us keep the lights on, pay the bills, pay for the hosting, the equipment and all of that. And uh, not to go into too much detail, but we're planning some pretty cool stuff uh, in the new year and it's all going to help with that As well so if you want to get in on Patreon it's patreon.com slash yes Have some and if you have any Questions about it you want any more information You can obviously find us on social media Instagram Twitter all of that at YHS podcast but I guess I should put this out because we haven't really plugged it in a while If you need to reach out About anything ever And you want to uh ask a question if you have an issue with any of the podcast audio uh anything like that you can email us directly at yes at gmail.com uh because i like getting emailed uh, almost as much as getting a package of the mail
1: mm-hmm. uh
0: that's mm-hmm. a lot that's a lie mm-hmm. i wish they had email packages <laughs> like oh this you, this is a bigger email this might be something good yeah. it's very bold the title <laughs> is very bold um so cool. Uh, that's a funny thought. It's right? a
3: good thought inside your head. Yeah, uh, inside my head, it was
0: great. Didn't really inside translate.
2: your head. It's cool until you say it. It's
3: what yeah, is inside the head that's thoughts.
0: like every thought that I have throughout the day. It was good inside my head. Uh, cool. So, I wanted to let everybody know that today's episode of Yes I Have Some, brah. Yes, have some broadcast. Yes. I just renamed
3: it. Oh. What do you guys think? That's what we're called. Man. The smooth broadcast. Yes, yes have, have some, some broadcast. broadcast. I kind of like that. OK, well, why, why We don't the have call to call to talk a little bit
0: faster. We, yeah. Yeah. It's at the broadcast. top of the
3: hour. Do we have to tell people what time it is? Speaking of broadcasting,
0: I love we got a, I got a text. I think we it was a group text. We got it from Trevor after he was on the episode last week. And he said his or Jake, I think you told me what, what his mom said. I don't want to steal your thunder.
1: Oh, maybe it was me. Oh, oh, wait. (laughs)
2: No, it was me. Uh, Mm. God, hold on. i got to find it. Okay, okay. Talk for a minute. Well, Well, while you do that,
0: I wanted to tell everybody that Yes, Have Some podcast this week is brought to you by the brand new book, How to Pick Up Women with a Drunk Space Ninja. It's book one of the three-part book series, The Adventures of Duke LaGrange. Guys, these books were written by YHS listener Jay Key. He's been a longtime listener, and we told him we wanted to help him. Uh, Get the word out about his brand new book series. This is his first book he's ever released. It's a science fiction comedy novel. The next two in the series are going to be coming out this month. The first one is available now on Amazon. It is on Barnes & Noble. You can get it through um, Books A Million, anywhere a book is sold. It's exclusively on ebook on Kindle. So if you want to check out a good book, if you want to have a laugh, I think it's in the vein of, like, Douglas Adams. I think yeah. I think we're... Listen.
3: Hey, if you're going to your family's house this holiday season and you just, like, want to pass the time and, like, get into something and not uh, interact
0: with people... You, wait, you're create. talking about family it's, avoidance. Yeah.
3: It's really good for that. Do you have a history of avoiding family? I'm just saying it's <laughs> possible.
0: It's the holidays. It's the holidays. Also, it would make a good gift yeah good stocking stuff it's good. so if you have a reader in your family if you want to put it in the stocking want to give it to a friend send me a copy I already have one but you can send me another one I'll read the first 20 pages <laughs> uh, well, guys I, I told we told Jay we're going to read the books we can't wait to read them the first one's out it's sitting right there on the table I've, I've been busy but we're excited for Jay. It's really cool that our listeners are following their dreams, publishing novels, and uh, doing all sorts of stuff like that. So, How to Pick Up Women with a Drunk Space Ninja, book one of the three-part series, The Adventures of Duke LaGrange, is available now wherever books are sold. So make sure you check that out. Uh, And and thanks to Jay for uh, just doing your thing. We, We love it.
3: For listening and being part of the YHS family and being talented. Also,
0: YHS listeners if you're out there if, you, if you've if you got things going on if you're uh, publishing novels and uh, you know writing books writing magazines tell, we want to know what you do mm-hmm. we, we're very interested in yeah the, my, I need to prove to my parents that people are listening and I also need to prove to my parents that uh, you're very successful people Because I have nothing to give to them When my <laughs> parents ask me how I'm doing I'm like, well, uh, do you guys know who Jakey is? Because he's a listener we're have some podcasts mm-hmm. And he just published a book So mm-hmm. things are
3: pretty good Mom, have you heard of Trevor Morgan? <laughs> Friends, <laughs> got his number <laughs> Yeah, John Yucaba, he's
0: kind of an artist So mm-hmm. I wouldn't doubt my position in the world yeah. Anyways, um, cool How to pick up women with a drunk space ninja Book one, get it now Jake, do you have the text from Trevor Morgan?
2: I I do Uh, I got a text From him uh, I don't know Maybe the next day Or or a few days After we record it And it says Mom listened to the episode And asked how we're allowed To say the F word On the radio
1: (laughs) 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 I want to hang
3: out With Trevor Morgan's mom
0: I want to. My question is: Was she listening to us on the radio? Yeah. <laughs> like what? Like that? <laughs> Dude, are we on the radio? Like maybe. I wonder if maybe there's like a college radio station that plays us as like is the local. We don't, could do we don't know. Oh, somebody do that? don't know about. we live
3: podcast? somebody would need to play it that badly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, well, that's really funny. So yes, uh, I don't know if you could say fuck on the radio, but we definitely say fuck around here because we have a little thing called a fuck budget that we're going to be getting to mm-hmm. in just a few minutes. A uh, little bit more housekeeping. We never really talked about it a couple weeks ago when it came out, but it was a pretty big deal. Uh, Ghostbusters World, the brand new uh, game available on iOS and Android. Uh, it's an augmented reality game, kind of in the vein of Pokemon Go. People seem to be very happy with it. Uh, I download it, I play it, I've got ADD real bad, and when it comes to video games in general, like, after 10 minutes, I'm like, okay, well, that was fun, and I'm on to the next thing. So, I'm probably the worst person to ask, uh, Abby, have you played this game?
3: I did. I actually started playing it for the first time today. Um, I downloaded it, though, when it came out, we were in Universal, or at Universal Studios the day that I downloaded it. Did you just do the same
0: thing I did? What? Because earlier I said I meant to say I downloaded it, and I said I, I down, download, I download it. I don't, I <laughs> don't think I know how to Are talk. We
3: difficulty talking. I downloaded. Uh, it. It's guys, fun. We talk for a hobby. Here I'm we like, go. Uh, I'm living. like
0: the guy from a vice and, of mice and men.
3: I love lamp. Uh. Um, no, I downloaded the oh, app. Mice and men. Oh, <laughs> vice <laughs> and men. Whoa, man. that's a good title. I'm taking <laughs> it. All right. I downloaded the game, but I was in line and trying to take pictures at Universal Studios. and My phone was rapidly dying, so I had to delete it. Never played it. Picked it back up today because I realized that we were going to talk about it. And I actually really enjoyed playing the parts of it that I did. You can, like, you know, design your avatar, which I guess you can do that with pretty much every game. Um, I like that it has that, like, camera function just like Pokemon Go so that you see the ghost inside of, like, Through your camera, which is cool, because I came into the toy room and, like, caught Slimer, like, right around all the toys and, like, the firehouse, and that was, like, really exciting for me. I don't know if I'll continue to play it, but I did have a lot of fun, um, like, zapping and trapping Slimer. Did you play Pokemon Go? I can't remember. Yeah, I played Pokemon Go. I liked that game. I didn't, like, continue with it, but... I thought it was really fun to collect things and to, um, be able to like walk around and have it be mobile and interactive with like your actual environment. I thought that was neat.
0: Jake, have you played Ghostbusters
1: world?
3: Yeah. Yeah. A little bit.
2: Um, you know, there was, there was the morning in the hotel room where (laughs) it came out where we were playing. Um, I played it. I have played it a little bit since then, but, um, I don't know, man. I kind of – it's like it's fun for a few minutes, but then it's just the same thing over and over. And um, I got really mad that I couldn't change my outfit to a Ghostbusters 2 outfit without (laughs) like paying money or, or playing the game for a very long time. So I was like, well, fuck this. Um no, it it is fun, but uh it's not something that I have spent a lot of time on. I do still have it on my phone. It's something I might like pick up and and play here and there when I'm when I'm bored, but uh for the most part it was like such a it was such a long build up to this game. I feel like we knew about it for so long before it actually dropped that by the time it dropped I was like all right, well, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, here's what I'll say.
0: Um, For people who are very into mobile games, I think the reaction's been really good, and I think it's really good for the Ghostbusters franchise uh, to be out there putting out content like this, um, especially with the 35th anniversary coming up. So, good for Ghostbusters. Uh, You know, we've got FanFest coming Mm -hmm. up next year, and I'm sure that uh, everything that's happening Ghostbusters-related is like pretty strategic building up to the anniversary. So... We're about six, seven months away from FanFest. Uh, Mondo uh, just announced. Um, oh, gosh. What's the artist? Thing? Oh, Lord Deru is doing a Mondo print at his gallery uh, for Ghostbusters. That that was mm-hmm. just I was just knocked over my microphone. I'm having issues tonight. There's something in the water. Uh, I'm drinking Diet Coke. There's something um, in my Diet it's Coke. A it's a shark. Sh-
1: sh- shark, oh. shark, shark, shark.
0: Uh, that's what the girl says. Shark. Um. But I'm excited. I mean, I I think when you're into franchises, there's ebbs and flows, right? Like, this year was a very big Jurassic (laughs) Park year because of Fallen Kingdom. And now it's out. The Blu-ray's out, and it kind of goes down a little bit. But now we're going to be ramping back up for Ghostbusters. I mean, 2016 was almost an exclusive Ghostbusters content year for us you Yes Have Some when we first started the podcast It's basically all we talked about was ramping up To answer the call And the trailer release and then the movie release And then the you know The backlash to the movie all Everything like uh so it, it was a lot Of Ghostbusters so I'm very excited To get back into that Ghostbusters Mode over the next couple months
3: Yeah I am Too I mean if anything playing that game Got me a little bit excited um and Fan Fest being what it is, like that event that we've always wanted it to be and a huge chance to see people that we love and to go as a podcast and you know in a professional capacity, like, you know, yeah. do a few things. Do some stuff. I'm excited about that.
2: Yeah, Jake. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with all that, man. As much as like is the more stuff they can they can be doing the better. Like it doesn't even even if you get bored of a game, whatever, it's still great that it's out there. And I and I do think that it's a cool I think it was better so after the Pokemon Go came out, there was a there's a Jurassic World game that's very similar. It's like you catch the dinosaurs based on, you know, it needs your location and all that. And I think that the, the Ghostbuster one is much better than the Jurassic Park. I don't I don't know if you guys played that at all. Yeah. Um it it's... was such a like it was, it was such a like dumbed down version of Pokemon Go, but the, but Ghostbusters is pretty, I think it's pretty on par with, with the Pokemon game, mm-hmm. um, is it only like is it only six months until FanFest?
3: No, it's
0: a, lot, a little bit long. It's probably it eight is. months. It's eight months.
2: Eight months. Is it a little bit longer.
0: Eight Good. Months?
3: I just relaxed my like breathing um, a little I'm, bit, bit like,
2: more after you said that. I'm super like when you when you were saying that I got super stressed about it. Um, I, am, I am very excited. I'm, in, I'm I'm in the mode where I'm like super stressed because we don't know exactly what's happening. You know, there's no kind of schedule. There's there's not a whole lot of info that's come out. Um, there's a few things that maybe we know, or 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 we're hoping is gonna is gonna. There's go some down. speculation. Yeah, yeah. like this is the most stressful time. Speculation is so stressful. I, I want it. I want. To know what's happening and to be locked in and to be like, Okay, we're this is what's happening. Yeah. Until then, it's like I'll, I'll wake up in the morning and I'm just like, Oh fuck, what what are we doing? <laughs> I need to know right now what we're doing at six o'clock on Wednesday before Fan Fest. <laughs> I yeah. need to know where we're gonna be. Yeah, I, I agree. I I, I think I need, I, like I need to know what kind of pasta Kurt Fuller is gonna want. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. How many pizzas to order? <laughs>
0: I, I wanna know like if Peter McNichol wants me to do his laundry. Uh <sighs> God, I wonder if he's gonna <laughs> be God, there. I hope
3: he's gonna I'll, be I'll there. Do.
0: Yeah, I would I so, that. Yeah. I, in I yeah. think that um well listen, we'll we'll be getting more official information about FanFest uh sooner rather than later. I, I would guess in the next I don't know. Six weeks. We'll we'll start getting because they're listen. We're gonna need some guest announcements, some time, some events. I want to know what we're doing. I want to know what these VIP packages are. I want to know how much money I'm going to spend. I hope they do payment plans. We gotta mm-hmm. buy these plane tickets. Mm-hmm. Jake, you're right. I'm stressed. Mm-hmm. You have every right to be stressed because I'm yeah. Stressed as well. There's a lot of <laughs>
2: there's a lot of stuff
0: happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I. Uh, well, we're not gonna. T- YHS listeners, we're planning some stuff as well. Uh I don't think it's out of the realm of the poss of possibilities for us to be doing an event or something to kind of help uh kick things kick off. Kick things off. Well, well, we'll put it that way. We we've got some stuff right. in the works. We got some stuff it's, in the works, but it's, it's early. Possible. It's possible. Yeah. But it's early. Right. It's early.
3: Y'all know us. Y'all know us. Y'all know how <laughs> we are living. Yeah.
2: We're not going to not be there it's, being
0: it's assholes. Hey, yeah.
2: It's early, exactly. It's early, but it's safe to say we're probably going to be hanging out on Thursday.
3: Hey, and you know what else? We're probably going to be getting dinner <laughs> that night yeah. and every night. How so. do we organize
2: a big dinner for
0: all of our listeners?
3: We, we tried. I I've just called the Cheesecake Factory in,
0: in Los Angeles. Hi,
2: do you have room for a
0: thousand?
3: I was looking up Italian restaurants to have dinner Where's with that Kurt Fuller. Well, hey,
2: there was a place we, uh, a lot of mm-hmm. us ate. Last time, I don't remember what. It, remember, it was like we all there was like. Pro, there had to be fifty of us, and we yeah. all went out to it's
0: dinner. It like was a
2: diner. It was a diner of some restaurant.
0: Yeah, yeah it was
3: big
2: boys.
3: Yeah. Oh, it was like, like a
0: big boys. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be cool. So listen, uh, if, I if we're, we're gonna we're gonna keep talking about it, we're gonna keep planning, it. and once we start solidifying stuff, we'll uh we'll make some announcements and and, and get the ball rolling. But I'm very excited. I, I think. Yeah. I think it's going to be a good year for Ghostbusters. Um, that's my prediction. I think we're going to get some big announcements, and well, I'm uh,
3: expecting big things. I'm
0: expecting big things out of these Ghostbusters. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> God, I just want to meet Rick Moranis. That's all I want.
1: Yes.
3: make it happen. He's out there. He's in the wild. He's done it before. He's done it before. I and think it, I. I wouldn't doubt
0: it. I wouldn't doubt it either. By all the things I read for, you know, he did that appearance at the Alamo City Comic Con in Texas, and uh, he enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Like, he said multiple times that he was very much enjoying himself. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, $100 to write your name on a piece of paper? I'd be enjoying myself, too.
1: (laughs) Uh,
0: Wait a minute. Or would I be one of those people like, no, no autographs? Should I be a no autograph guy? Just be mean to people? Okay, no,
3: well. you're going to be giving autographs. I'm just you, thinking about...
2: You should be one of those guys who does your signature different on everyone so people can't, to, like, authenticate it. Uh, I feel like you're
3: going to be the guy that takes too long to personalize everything and, like, have a really good interaction with everybody. That is me. That like happen. Richard Dreyfus. Yeah. I could be Richard. Yeah, I could
2: be Richard. <laughs> I'm six hours long.
3: Yeah. Hope I'm never in your well, line. Well,
0: I uh, <laughs> see you on an autograph here, so... Listen, I got something to talk to you guys about that I didn't put on the rundown, and I don't want to throw any curveballs before Ooh. we get to the fuck budget.
3: Are we doing improv?
0: But I forgot to put the Avatar sequel titles on the fuck budget.
3: Whoa. Have Wait. You guys, oh, OK. Have, I have was you guys, thinking about Avatar today, like literally.
0: Have you guys seen these? No. I'm just going to read them uh, off to you. Yeah. I saw, I saw. All right. Here we go. This is like a Rorschach test. I'm going to say it. You uh word association. Just say the first word, of Abby. This yeah. will be fun. Okay. Jake, you participate too. I'm going to cool. read the title of an Avatar sequel, and you tell me the first thing that comes to mind. In the first ever edition of, Craig puts Abby on the spot.
3: Free word association. That's what we're doing, Yeah.
0: yeah? <laughs> yes.
3: All right. Ready? You give me one word at a time here?
0: No. I'm just going to tell you the, 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 the title of the sequel, right? Okay. Avatar, The Way of Water.
3: Oh, they they went with that. I feel like there could have been something better for darn sure. Um, Well, um, yeah. Oh, that's it's a It doesn't tell me anything. B, it sounds boring as fuck. And I don't know if this is free word association anymore, but. uh, It's your
0: opinion, but I like it. I
3: mean, I wasn't excited for this movie or for any of the sequels. We've got three more sequel
0: titles to go through. Jake, do you want to participate?
2: I, I like Abby's... My, I, I can say the same thing about all of... All J- of Jake's going to be like, day day. It's, it's, just it's Garbage. Garbage. All right, yeah. we'll keep going. Dumb. Ass
0: garbage. Yeah, garbage has. All right, Abby, ready? Avatar, the seed Bear.
3: Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah. Um, sounds like there's going to be a mom in this one, or a dad, <laughs> or... I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> Avatar
0: sucks. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Avatar the tolkien rider
3: wait tolkien spelled like
0: no spelled differently
3: wait spell it for me t u l k u n like you're just going to do that no <laughs> oh my god um i thought you if it was the word token i'd say maybe but it's their own spelling that also sounds like <laughs> like tolkien J-R-E. i like yeah, how you stupid. haven't
0: done one oh, free word association either sorry i'm just going to judge them all right let's try one time the first thing that comes to your mind no filter Avatar, the quest for Iowa.
3: That's stupid. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a free word. How do you free word associate with made up words? Like, I don't understand it.
0: Those all sound like really, really legitimately. I think sound like it, Wheel of Time books or some bullshit
3: like yeah, that. Yeah. If it's if there's an unfamiliar word in that title, that's like not derivative of other words or at least intriguing, especially if it. God, that just sounds dumb. I was like out on a run today and I was looking at the trees and I was like, man, Avatar was fun. I remember that, you know, there was some fun stuff, but that's about it. Those were bad. I think
0: Pennywise was infiltrating you and giving you memories that weren't real. You
3: think those aren't my memories? Those are not
0: your memories. I don't ever remember anybody saying, man, Avatar was fun. Actually, I thought I liked Avatar when I first saw it. If I'm wearing 3D glasses, I'm I'm prone to turn to the people next to me and go, wow, I'm having fun. Hey. This is fun. Uh are you guys ready for this fuck budget?
3: Yeah, let's
0: do it. I like how Jake just got mad about yep. all that avatar talk. <laughs> uh you got yes you got mad or yes you're ready for the fuck
2: budget? Both. Oh, I'm ready, I'm ready for the fuck
3: budget. <laughs> yeah.
2: I did not get mad about the avatar talk. I'm just I'm just saying uh, yeah, let's do let's do the the stuff. Let's all do right. what
3: we came here to do.
1: I don't you,
0: we'll do it live! Fuck it! Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Yes Have Some Fuck Budget. The segment that we do where we take five topics in movies, TV, toys, horror, and anything else we like to talk about, break them down one by one, Abby and Jake each have ten fuck bucks to spend, they have to allocate their fucks wisely, and they can't go over budget. And if they do, we're going to have a major problem. Are you ready? Topic number one. Uh, never mind. Topic number one. Avatar. With the Avatar, (laughs) the titles. Oh, I did put it in the fuck budget. Damn it. Uh, I gotta do some editing. With the recent success of Halloween and the return of Laurie Strode, Jamie Lee Kermit. Curtis. Jamie (laughs) Jamie Lee
2: Lee Kermit. Kermit? Jamie Lee Kermit. Wait, (laughs) I would like... To see that uh, I would be like this Can we get an all Muppet version Of Halloween Yeah, I'd would be like, amazing
0: Wow yes. that guy's Wearing a funny mask <laughs> That's my That's my Fozzie.
2: <laughs> uh, hi everybody uh, Welcome to uh,
3: Haddonfield My uh, name's Kermit the Frog And <laughs> ah! Dude Piggy's getting killed In like this first scene Is what oh, I'm saying Oh
0: god She's gonna be like Brushing her hair In a vanity the final
1: girl <laughs>
3: I just got
0: really excited thinking about Muppets Halloween. Uh, that's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> well, that little rat. No, but we're crowdfunding that. Like. Yeah, we're crowdfunding it. Come on, Kickstarter. Yes, have some Muppets Halloween. Ah, oh, yes, gotta get out of here. Oh my god, I don't know which Muppet that is. I'm, I'm getting excited here because I do very bad Muppets. It was Gonzo. Yeah, it was something. Yeah. Um. All right. Anyways. All right. Heather Lodge and Camp and Robert England both this week said that they'd be up for one more. Nightmare on Elm Street movie doing something similar to Halloween. Now, there's no official news about a Nightmare on Elm Street reboot or sequel, but I think it's safe to say that New Line Cinema has it in the cards to bring back Freddy in a big way. So, Jacob Walsh, when it comes to Heather Lodgenkamp and Robert England saying that they want to do one more Nightmare on Elm Street movie, how many fucks do you give?
2: Um, I gave it Six.
0: six a
3: Awooga!
2: <laughs> um, it's from Smooth YHS. I, I love Robert England. Um, Freddy Krueger, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, is is my favorite of you know the 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 big slasher films. Um, I think it'd be great. Like uh, he, Robert England could definitely like you know he was just in that episode of The Goldbergs, and I don't know if you guys watched that. Um, I had never seen the show before. I watched that episode show seems horrible, but the two minutes that Robert England is in it is pretty fun. Um, and he, and you know, he, he, he's just, it was just like watching Freddie, you know, there was like no difference really. Like he could, he could definitely still, still play that character. Um, I think it would be a good idea for them to come back and just do one more. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to see exactly like what they're doing with Halloween where, you know, they they made it and it's pretty obvious that there's there's probably going to be some more and some more. I feel like if they just did one more nightmare, brought those two characters back, gave it like a like a definitive ending, and then, you know, after that, who cares if they reboot it or whatever. But just seeing both of these actors in these roles one more time, like New Nightmare is... That, that movie is, it's amazing, you know? And if they did something similar um, with with these two characters, like, I, I'm super into it. Super into it, but also, like, super nervous about it. Because, like, you know, it could also be a train wreck. Like, it, like who's gonna write it, you know? Like, what, we don't have Wes Craven around. Who's gonna, like, take the reins on this and make sure that they don't just you know, make I I don't know, a Halloween
3: 2018. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Abigail. I actually was thinking about that same thing, Jake. Um, whoa, well, whoa, whoa, whoa. How many fucks do you give? First off, I give this three very concerned and excited fucks.
0: That's how I feel when Freddie shows up. Concerned I would, and excited.
3: <laughs> I would give this more fucks, but the article that I was reading about that said that it was um, like speculated water cooler talk. So, you know, I guess it's not hard facts. I wish it was because. No, um, not at all. Yeah. Freddie. Yeah. Yeah. But also what I was thinking of what you were saying, Jake, was um, when it comes to who's going to write the screenplay, um, there was a mention that the Dream Warriors, the guy who wrote that, is like still available and around. And I loved that movie. Um, And that would get me excited. Yeah. His name's Frank Darabont. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that kind of piqued my interest. Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. Hold on. Frank Darabont? Frank Darabont wrote
3: that? That's what it says right here
0: on, in the are article. Are on our phones right now, checking? <laughs> click, 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 click. click, click. Uh, let's, let's uh, yeah, he was one of the writers on it, Frank Darabont. Um, all right, well, let's ex- Well, that would be amazing.
3: Yeah, that would be amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if they were, if we were to see some, um, Dream Warrior, I'm not sure who survived from that movie or who they could bring back, but I just feel like it's timely, and I just really loved that movie. And having Heather Lodge Camp into it, and Robert England also into it, like I would be so excited to see that movie. Um, I was pumped to see Halloween, and I liked that movie, the one that just came out. Um, so, I mean, but the reason I liked it was seeing the original, seeing like Laurie Strode back, and seeing um, like the the, the it, it, I know that it didn't feel like the final battle by the end of that movie, but if they were, like you're saying, Jake, to make this kind of like the definitive end to it and also bring back as many familiar faces that we love from the franchise, that would be very cool. Um, I just... I've mentioned the reason I love the Nightmare movies is they're very imaginative. I find, like, the dreamscape space to be extremely terrifying and creative. Um, and Freddie Dress as well. And I love New Nightmare. I almost watched that today. I might watch that tomorrow. So Yeah, he's fucking... He's cute.
2: Proud he does.
0: He's just cute. All right, well, let's explore this from a couple different angles. So Frank Darabont... Um, yeah, so he wrote Nightmare on Elm Street 3. That's new. Jake and I were talking about him yesterday. Okay. So he uh, wrote and directed Shawshank Redemption, The Green Mile, um,
2: The Mist. He was oh, he the first season of The Walking Dead.
0: See, yep.
3: He's like our guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's... There you go. Maybe He's,
2: he's done a lot of great stuff, yeah.
0: <clears throat> yeah, and he's worked on... He He's also one of these guys who does a lot of script doctoring, so basically they'll bring him into... Um, To kind of work on scripts uh, After they're written Kind of like in an uncredited role So he worked on like 2014 Godzilla Minority Report, Saving Private Ryan Like he's, he's legit So like yeah if he was up to writing the new uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, maybe even directing it. I, I could be totally on board with that. Let mm-hmm. him fucking direct it too. Oh,
2: yeah, that'd yeah. be great. And I don't think they even need to like. I wouldn't. I wouldn't oh, want them the like.
1: If, 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 so if
2: you know, wish list oh, talking oh, here. First of so all, beautiful. you were right, Abby. This movie, there's no, there's no kind of official anything happening. It's, it's literally just the, the you know, a sentence from each of these actors saying, "Yeah, I would do it." I think. uh Whoever is holding the rights now to, to Nightmare on Elm Street would be foolish to, you know, hearing after so long of Robert England being like, no, I think I don't think I would want to do that anymore. To, to saying like, yeah, I, I, I could do one more of these. I think it would be foolish for them to not be like, oh, oh well, we better jump on this and, and make it happen. Um, but if it, if it did happen, I, I would I would like them to not do this thing where we pretend all the sequels don't exist you don't have to like speak about them they don't have to all have we don't have to have references to everyone but I I understand why Halloween had to do that Um, but uh, I don't know Like it it would be great just to get another Freddy film like we don't have to be like this is the sequel to the original like, let's just do it. Let's just do
0: it. Like, mm-hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street's not one of those franchises where you really need to, like, worry about uh, connecting the dots. Like, it's it's almost like a fantasy movie where uh, you just accept that Freddy's, like, haunting these people's dreams. Yeah.
3: Uh, dreams being a connective tissue like that, you can really do anything. It I'm can pretty sure Platinum
0: Dunes, which is Michael Bay's company, still owns the rights to um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree. It would be dumb to do this. And try to bring it back. They're, well, they already remade Nightmare on Elm Street once, and it didn't really work. Uh, that movie kind of sucks,
2: and it was it was it was like the worst, in my opinion, of any of the remakes of of these like horror films. Like of all the of all the attempts to bring any like old slasher movies back, the the, the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street has been the absolute worst one. Yeah,
0: it just feels very, like, mm. doesn't have any spirit to it. It it just feels kind of bland and, like, they
3: Completely take... Completely unnecessary and Freddy looks bad. And, yeah. Like, it's pointless. And they take, and,
0: you know, Jackie Earl Haley, like, he did a good job. He did the best he could, I guess, but, like, Robert England is Freddy Krueger. Like, he... he. It's going to be hard for, like, it'd be different if it was 50 years from now. That's that's the my argument always with, like, like... Reboots. It's like it'd be different if it was two thousand sixty two and they wanted to make a Nightmare on Elm Street movie and the entire original cast was dead. Well, then you just make a new one. But Robert England can still do it. So why would you do anything different? You know, yeah. that's where that's where that's yeah. my do argument. what makes yeah. sense. Yeah. As far as what they do with it, and we'll move on here in a second. Bring Heather back. Have that Nancy versus uh, Freddy battle, and and what, whatever happens happens. Maybe he kills her finally. Maybe it's like Batman and the Joker. Maybe they they need each other.
1: Yeah. Kill you. What
0: would I do without you? Think about it. Yeah, I like that.
1: Um, Do you guys guys think
3: that
0: Jackie, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jackie Earl Haley.
2: Jackie Earl. He, you know, I thought he would have been great, but his voice to me sounded a lot like, um. Carl from Slingblade. Have you guys seen Slingblade?
0: I have not Yeah it's kind of a weird southern Like I'm familiar
2: with the
1: Crackly sound,
0: yeah.
2: It's not good uh-uh. He just sounded It's not It's good in Slingblade. It's not good in a Nightmare on Elm Street
0: Yeah That's why I'm worried about Chucky man Don't change the voice Anyways Don't change my voice You guys ready to move on yeah. Are we talking about Chucky Not yet yeah, not That's not yet. till yeah. uh, That's every other day A little later Um <clears throat> but to, to wrap that up, I, I think that we will see another Nightmare on Elm Street movie, and I'd be very surprised if Robert England was not involved with it. Um I just think yeah. that's a universe yeah. you could do a lot with because you have the limitless landscape of of I, I feel like they could go much further with what you could do in somebody's dreams. Like you could really make it like completely out there. But that's just me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm yeah. not gonna they're not gonna hire me. Yeah. Maybe they should. Like, what nightmare, I mean, on riot, Muppet Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay, we'll go back to that. Okay, all right. <laughs>
3: okay. Oh, what's the guy who's doing uh, Hill House, The Haunting of Hill House? He could do Mike Flanagan is currently scaring the shit out of me like constantly. I, I, I literally, have, he could do Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah, probably. I, that would be fine
0: with me, he, dude. At, okay. We won't go into spoilers because we're not all finished with it But after, I think, like, I know he did Gerald's game, Haunting a Hill House And he's doing Dr. Sleep uh, This guy's gonna be, people are gonna want him To direct some horror, so He's probably gonna be able to do whatever he wants Watch, he's gonna go do a bunch of romantic comedies
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they'll probably be great Probably be good Probably
0: be good Um, All right, moving on Breaking Bad they announced there's going to be a Breaking Bad movie. There's very limited details. Vince Gilligan's doing it. it kind of sounds like it's going to be made for just to be on AMC, not like a big budget feature. Uh, well, no, it might have a big budget, but it's not going to be like at, at the movie theater. Uh, came out today that the the this is all but confirmed that it's going to follow Jesse Pinkman's story after Breaking Bad. People are talking about it. I'm personally pretty excited. When it comes to the Breaking Bad movie, Abby... How many fucks do you give?
3: Honestly, okay. I liked Breaking Bad. I really liked Walter White. Um, Yo, Mr. White! Brian Cranston, obviously, is fantastic. <clears throat> I was more excited about this news before I found out that it was going to star Aaron Paul. I give this one fuck. Um, and it's because that is contingent on whether or not Vince Gilligan is in fact directing because I would be interested in it if he's definitely behind it. It would be cool if it were like an actual theatrical release, but it sounds like it's going to be just for the, uh, for the channel. Um, which they're doing something similar like that with the walking dead and like some Rick movies or whatever. So I don't know. There's a part of me that's, that kind of feels like Aaron Paul was not my most favorite part of that show. And this whole thing kind of feels like a vehicle like I don't know for him to get back out there also when I was reading this he's gonna Aaron Paul's gonna be on Westworld next season that's what I was reading it's like something with his scheduling um which is interesting but when it comes to the Breaking Bad movie I will watch it and I will hope that I hope that it brings me back into the world and that it's like that it follows up in the later days which is what I think it's gonna do because after that show ends like Jesse just kind of, like, drives off, basically. So I guess it'll follow him. I like Better Call Saul a lot. I'll say that. I love Kim Wexler. I really like Bob Odenkirk on that show. So if he's in the movie and if Vince Gilligan's directing a movie with Bob Odenkirk, then, yeah, I'm into it. So there you go.
2: Jake? Yo, um, I agree a lot of uh, what you said, Abby. I, I I also gave this one fuck, but I, I, I gave it one fuck a little more out of confusion and uh, I think so whenever um, Breaking Bad is, is first of all it's a great show I, I've watched it all the way through a few times I love it um, but something you said Abby I think is 100% correct Walter White is the best part of the show like yeah. even I mean everybody's great in it but it's like it's Walter White's show so saying like we're going to make a Breaking Bad movie with no Walter White seems seems weird to me, but that's also how I felt when I heard, "Oh, we're gonna make a show based on Saul." You know that I remember thinking that just sounded so dumb. I remember just being like, "A, a show about Saul sound like." I, Bob Odenkirk is great, but it just seemed like they were stretching. But then that show came out, and it's. I don't know. Maybe better than Breaking Bad. It's a great show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not caught up with it, but it is so fucking well written. It's amazing. It's great. Yeah. Um. And and the movie could be just as good, you know. But it's like, I don't know, man. It's like if you if we're gonna if we're gonna bring the Breaking Bad name back and we're gonna bring Jesse back, why don't we do something that. What if you know? What if it was something more like his
3: girlfriend's not coming back, Jake? Uh, <laughs> she's gone. <laughs> What's that? That's I, love why her. I don't want to watch. That's her. why I don't care. Um, yeah, gosh, she's Jana Jessica Walter. Jones in That's for some smack. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real though. Um, Fuck. I, I, you know, bef- before they bef-
2: before they announced, or before um, I saw that, you know, it's going to be about Jesse after you know the series ended. I thought, oh, you know what would be fun? Like, what if it's a movie, but it's just like, what if this is just the whole movie is like a day in the life of Jesse and Walt that we didn't see? You know, maybe it's just a day where something happens and they're having to kind of do a run. You know, those were always kind of really fun episodes where like, you know, they get into almost these like side quests kind of episodes or they're like, fuck, we got to figure this out. I was like, oh, what if they did a movie like that? That way, they could bring Walt back. It could just be a short, contained thing. It could just be something they never showed. You know, we never saw on the show. And then I got really excited about that. But then, you know, I was like, oh no, that's that's not what it's going to be. Walt's dead. We're not we're not even going to get Walt in it. There and could think, be a storyline like that, like bums that though. Bryan Cranston out yeah. So much. I bet he's so bummed yeah. out because, like, you always hear him like, oh, I would come back. You know what I mean? Like he loved come that back show. In a he basically became famous. Yeah. <laughs> he loved that show so much, and I bet he's like, "God damn it! Why would they <laughs> kill me?" Know, I, I, I can't imagine that they would. They, I can't imagine they would like, you know, even if they're going to set it after. I feel like they'll find a way to 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 have Walter White in it, whether whether it's like some flashbacks, like a flashback, back, or, yeah. I don't know.
3: Yeah, like, that's what I, yeah. I feel so, like
2: they're gonna bring it back. They're gonna they're gonna put him in there somewhere. But
3: I had a couple. I think like no, what you're saying, Jake, a little hidden piece from the past that would come into the current timeline with flashbacks, like that involve him, would make I, sense.
0: I think so. I, I as I was yeah. reading this stuff, um, obviously, like people love Breaking Bad, like uh, and people are very excited about yeah. it, and I, yeah. and I think. I kind of thought of it's it. It's
3: stressful. There's a.
0: I, it's like a three level thing. Like on a surface level, AMC is like, yeah, we'll do some Breaking Bad movies. Like, yeah, because they, they kind of like it'll be a big deal. Yeah, it'll they be need a it. very big deal. I think two things. A Better Call Saul has proven that the Breaking Bad universe can be explored successfully even yeah. without Walter White. Which Jake, like For you were sure. saying earlier, that. When they first announced it, or when they first announced it, it was like, Well, Saul's a great character, but what are they gonna do? Then you bring in the yeah. mind of Vince Gilligan and an amazing writing team and amazing actors and, and they've characters. successfully yeah. they did what uh yep. fear the walking dead can't do, which is uh <laughs> I, how how can you not make a show better than Walking Dead? I feel like I could come up with something
1: <laughs> <laughs> You can
0: accidentally do that. Yeah, Yeah. like, uh, like literally anything. Um, So so that's really cool. I think as a writer, Vince Gilligan, the way a writer's mind works is it probably dawned on him one day that he did not have completion with Jesse's story, that there was something after that that he wanted to tackle. And you hear writers talk about this a lot where they create these characters and then they finish their story and the characters kind of lay dormant. And then one day they wake up and they're thinking about those characters again and wondering, uh, you know, wh- where is that person? Story? What are what they doing? They do? What like happened? Like J.K.
3: Rowling with uh, Dumbledore being explored yeah. further in Fantastic Beasts. Exactly.
0: And, and I even heard Rick Moranis talking about this before when, when there was always the rumors of Ghostbusters 3 and he was talking about Lewis Tully. And... He said, from time to time, he wondered what happened to Lewis Tully, and that he pictured Lewis Tully accidentally ending up in like a Bernie Madoff type role, where he accidentally screwed a lot of people out of money, and he's just in prison. But he's like tidying up his like like he's tidying up his bed and like living the prison life and
3: uh, figuring so, out like ways to cut costs yeah, and make yeah. it
2: efficient. I want to see the Lewis Tully Wait, in prison so what, movie. what you're saying is. What you're saying is Vince Gilligan needs to make a, like, Better Call Saul style show, but just about (laughs) Louis Tolley.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But but what I wonder is—so Vince Gilligan, he kind of launched Better Call Saul, but then has kind of taken a step back, and and there's a a, a creative team kind of handling most of it. I wonder if the future plans of Better Call Saul somehow cross over into this Breaking Bad movie, because honestly— the way that shows are made these days, like everything that's successful, is being looked at as a potential franchise. So, it wouldn't surprise me if this Breaking Bad movie is just the start of other. Po- I don't, I don't want to see like a young Mike prequel, like. At all, because that would be stupid. But like, I'm sure they're trying to figure out ways to explore that. You also, Mike's the best character in Breaking Bad. Right? Yeah,
3: I was like, maybe I do want yeah, to see. Yeah, but they have to play again.
0: Mike
2: get the worst ending. Like, don't you? God, you know what's so weird is like, I I, I rewatched all of Breaking Bad. I don't want to say like recently, but not that long ago, and. It's like you you spend that entire show like kind of loving Walter White, but also he's a fucking piece of shit. And whenever you talk about Mike, you know, <laughs> like the way fucking Mike goes out in that show, God, it feels awful. Yeah, Jesse, yeah.
1: let me it's tell you,
2: let me tell you why it was the worst death, Jake. That's
0: mm-hmm. my that's my Mike impression. Yeah. I got so many impressions tonight. It's good. Uh, It's awful. Some of them are okay. Some of them are okay. go back to Kermit the Frog. Uh, Not sure why nobody wanted me to be on Breaking Bad. I can make myths. I might retire from podcasting. I think tonight's my last (laughs) night. (laughs) I've crossed so many fucking (laughs) lines. Listen, uh, I'm kind of excited about this. And my number one reason to be excited about it is I have no reason to doubt that Vince Gilligan... Even though Aaron Paul like Jesse's yeah. not my favorite yeah. character on that show, I don't really have any reason to think that he would do like a uh anything bad with Breaking Bad because he hasn't yet. So I'm just going to say more Breaking Bad cool. It yeah. sucks that Walt's gone. I hope <laughs> they don't try to revive him and bring him back from the dead. That would
2: suck. I don't think they're no, going to do no. that. No. I, I doubt. I I don't feel like they would do something like that. Uh I I did only give this one fuck, but it's not that's not really an indicator of like uh, how I feel as far as like Breaking Bad, you know, in its entirety. And you remember, like not that long ago, there was that um, they did. I don't know. There was like a some sort of contest or or something. It was very like well, the last few months, and like something you could win was you would go out to the Sony lot and and you get to meet, you know, them and yeah. the, the Breaking Bad RV is out yeah. there. And there was, like, a little video online about how Brian Cranston's, like, living in the Breaking Bad RV. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, it was amazing. And, uh, and Aaron Paul is, like, working on the Sony lot. But, like, just seeing write those that? two <laughs> hanging out, you know, like, it, it feels good. It feels yeah, good. Yeah, that is
3: great. <laughs> and when we go back <laughs> out to
2: Sony. will probably that. that sh- yeah,
3: yeah. in yeah. being. Yeah. That's amazing. When we, when we go back out to the
0: Sony lot, I want to check out that uh, that RV. That's pretty cool that they have yeah, it there. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's the Ecto-1 yeah. of Breaking Bad. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah.
2: It's right.
3: very, it's, 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 it's iconic. That's extremely iconic.
0: The, the, the shot in the opening, mm-hmm. the pilot of Breaking Bad of Brian Cranston standing underwear. Out in a desert in his Dude. underwear. It's like, what? This show's fucking yes, crazy.
3: That's what Vince Gilligan's like the king of is showing you that very last snippet of like, wait, what in the fuck happened to God, Unravel? I'm about s- to start. I'm
2: about to start watching this show
3: again. Dude, I am I'm so tempted all to do my, my Vince give Gilligan impression right now. I love Vince Gilligan.
0: He's like, uh. Never mind. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I, I like him too I much. I had
3: enough. Yeah.
0: Fuck Kermit it's, the Frog, but I like Vince night. Gilligan. All right. Number three. Brand new trailer for a new horror musical that's being released this Christmas season. Getting good reviews. Anna and the Apocalypse. I don't, I just came across this. I, I had no idea what this was. And I watched the trailer. I was like, this is, some, this is something we're going to talk about. This is something. Jake, when it comes to the Anna and the <laughs> Apocalypse trailer,
2: how many fucks do you give? This this was also something I had never heard of, and whenever I got my email, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Uh, <laughs> and then, as soon as I as soon as I started playing the trailer, I was like, "Why, why are we? What are we talking? About? Why are we talking about this?" Yeah. Until it said musical.
1: I like the idea I, of, I, of I, you, you guys get getting mad fuck. about
0: my fuck budget. Like, what is he doing?
3: Yeah, I, I, what's he doing? I wrote right. one, I wrote one confused <laughs> <Yeah>. fuck. <laughs>
2: Uh, sorry,
0: Jake. Keep going. Continue. I
3: gave Jake.
2: it one fuck. Uh, I gave it one fuck, but that's that's partly due to the fact that I gave six fucks to the first. Um, I don't know, man. Like, it's hard to it's hard to tell. Uh, you know, the, these kind of like funny zombie movies have gotten to a point where um, I feel like they're they're basically scoffed at, and uh, I, I feel like after after Shaun of the Dead, like, who wants to try to attempt a funny zombie movie? I, I don't. It's like, I almost don't even see the point in it. Um, but it's a musical. So I'm like, I'm going to fucking watch it. Like I love musicals. Uh, you don't get a whole lot to, you know, you, you see a whole lot of dancing happening, but, um, you you only hear the kind of like snippet of one song that sounds like it's being sung by like a chorus of people. So it's like, you can't really get a good feel for, for what the music is going to be like. Um, but I'm I'm into that. Like I'm musicals, whatever. I'll watch fucking musical of anything. So uh I, I gave it one fuck, but I'm excited about it.
0: Real quick, I just came up with what I think is a pretty amazing zombie musical joke. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Uh, wow, yeah. Uh, I don't even know how to word the joke, but it's it's uh if if uh if that popular zombie show was a musical, the one on TV, you know what it'd be called? The worst show, man. <laughs>
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> the Walking Dead. It's a greatest showman joke. Yeah,
0: if The Walking Dead was a musical, it'd be called wow. the worst show, is man. That a joke?
3: The worst showman. Okay. The
0: worst show, man.
3: I get The it. Walking Dead so the sucks. The joke is that you separated show well, and man. The joke is that The Walking Dead fucking
0: sucks. Yeah, oh yeah. And I, I, I want to talk about it because <laughs> okay. I fucking forced myself to watch Rick's last episode. Dude, and that is all hey, you. Then why didn't you?
2: Then why didn't you put that on the fuck budget? Because it wasn't a musical. <laughs> but I mean, you could have, I mean, you could have <coughs> put it in the place of something else, maybe. Know. You're right.
0: You're right. Maybe I'll add it in the end. Maybe we'll have a bonus fuck budget. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Abby, how many fucks Maybe you Craig
3: will do his own fuck budget <laughs> at the end. I'm going to do like <laughs> Jerry Springer
0: at Final Thoughts. I'm going to have, today's episode's going to. you like,
3: this episode was stupid. <laughs> Let's talk about The Walking Dead and Rick. Whole time. Um, uh, am I giving my fucks? I think I already spoiled it and said, I'm giving one confused. I'll probably watch this at home. Fuck. Just like Jake. Um, I went through a lot of emotions, uh, as I was watching this trailer. First of all, I was confused. And then I was like, wait, this is a musical. That could be amazing. But also zombies. I'm kind of tired of that. Um, it mentioned at one point that it was like Shaun and the dead meets La La Land. That's like, okay. Kind of interesting. Um, I felt like one quarter of this trailer annoyed me. The other quarter made me like a little intrigued. And then um, part of it, I felt like, yeah. honestly, it was probably, it felt like it was geared for somebody like maybe a little bit younger than me, but like maybe that was just an offhand thought. Um, also, I didn't hear a lot of music. I needed to hear some more music to know that I would like it. But I like that it's a I musical. Agree. And I also yeah. just like to see holiday movies during the holidays. And I like ones that are different. So <clears throat> maybe I'll see yeah. it in theaters. But yeah, one fuck. All right. Yeah.
0: You've both said your piece. You guys ready to move to the next
3: one? Yeah.
0: Let's do it. Let's let's just move on. Yeah. It's been reported this week that Disney and Lucasfilm are looking to J.J. Abrams for episode nine of Star Wars to be a course correction. As in, they weren't happy Mm -hmm. with The Last Jedi backlash, and Solo did not do well at the box office. Even though critically the reviews weren't so bad, I'm
3: wearing a Han Solo T-shirt and I'm laughing at that. Yes. Why are
0: you doing that? You're so ironic. There should be a verse in that Alanis Morissette song where you talk shit about Solo while wearing a Solo shirt.
3: Yeah,
0: I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a writer. She could do the writing. <laughs> okay. When it comes to the course, Jake, can sing it. Jake, we please sing us some Alanis Morissette. Uh, made another time. Yeah, another time. Another okay. Time.
3: No, you know you you're not going to make it do free word association. What is with you putting us on the spot? <laughs> Well, I like don't it. know. You
2: can't put me on the Alanis Morissette spot. Yeah. Hey, ah. you you want to hear something funny? Speaking of Alanis Morissette, yeah. Only if it involves Joey Gladstone. I. I mean, maybe it's not funny, but uh, I I literally have four Alanis Morissette cassette tapes coming in the mail.
3: Yes.
2: <laughs> cool. When did you get your time machine?
3: No. That's amazing. I got a boombox, Jake.
0: <laughs> um, uh. And uh
3: first of all, I envy you.
0: Yeah. Because I don't have this. I'm jokes. trying so hard to just write the dumbest puns and jokes right now, and I can't. I've got nothing. Yeah. Uh, you
3: got one hand in your pocket?
0: Sorry. I got one hand in my pocket. <laughs> okay. And uh hey, next time Bill Murray throws a fuck it. Never mind. Moving on. <laughs> I was gonna talk about cell. It was gonna end with a jagged little Bill.
3: I hate oh, my life. Okay. Uh <laughs> Are we going to tell the jokes <laughs> that we keep inside our head now? Because I, I still have a few that I kept up there that said, not as good. It's not good enough. No? I don't know. Thank you, India. Jagged Little.
1: Jagged Little? Jagged Little. Jagged Little Bill. You like that one, Jack? I, I got I him. I <laughs> do,
0: uh, yeah. I got him. All right. <laughs> the name of the episode. Jagged Little Bill. When <laughs> well, it comes to bad. the course correction of Star Wars Episode Nine, Jacob Walsh, how many fucks do you give?
2: Um, I gave it two. Um oh. but like first of all, hey, first of all,
1: duh <laughs> didn't think
2: this was happening. Yeah. Like I, I know that there I know that there are a lot of people who who really love The Last Jedi and will like defend it in such a weird fucking Well, we need to face it. That movie's not <laughs> great. Like there I, 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 I will be the first to say There are a few things in that movie that are beautiful and, you know, are on the top of my all time Star Wars moments. But like as a whole and, you know, coming after um, The Force Awakens, some fucking what happened? Like we've talked about this so much on here and and, in the Facebook group. We have talked about, you know, the the fucking kind of disaster that has happened behind the scenes uh, and on the screen um, with star Wars recently. And this is no fucking surprise at all. Should not be a surprise to anyone that, they're fucking running to J.J. Abrams to be like, hey, remember when you fucking were kind of like the knight in shining armor and you brought Star Wars back? Yeah, yeah, I, I remember that. Hey, then, do you remember right after you did that, we just fucking gave it to somebody and let them do whatever they fuck they want, erasing half of the shit you did? Yeah, I think I remember that, too. Well, we need you to do the thing you did again. It's Do no surprise that to
1: me. me. One more time.
3: Yes. That's what I think, too. I'm looking. I allowed to jump in here?
2: Everybody hated that movie. Not just the men. Go ahead. I'm done.
3: Dude, I'm done. Jake, the I women agree, hated hate it. You. And
0: the children,
1: I was, too. I like
2: six hours getting fucking like. That's what the same was for. Shit About like <clears throat> why Star, Star yeah. Wars is like fucking. Yeah, we going can be down, brief. like, someone fucking did a Haldo maneuver to Star Wars. Ooh. Ooh bite the weenie, Riz. That's a Grease quote.
3: Dang. I gave this four hopeful fucks because, I mean, I'm ready to see Star Wars <laughs> turning around. And I'm looking at this picture that is from the article I was reading about this. Uh, course correction. It's got J.J. Abrams, like, smiling and leaning towards Daisy Ridley. And they've got, like, really good, like, body language. And I just feel like he's like, hey, girl we're going to fix this. I get you. I see you. Um, and I feel like under his direction, we can see Ray come back in a way that I just, I think she was really off course in the last Jedi. I felt like, uh, Adam driver was like, I I didn't like what happened with Kylo Ren. I would really like to see the tension come back between them and for there to be like some interesting dynamics between Kylo and Ray. Um, and I think that J.J.'s the guy to do it. So I mean, put a backbone in this and like make the force serious again. Um, make it is about a family.
0: Make the force serious. Yeah, again? make like it that.
3: serious. It's what I You need. know it's interesting? <laughs> and and uh, I really appreciate.
0: It. I love how passionate you guys are. I, I I like the Last Jedi more
3: than I'll take more caretakers though because I like them.
0: Yeah, uh, I like I enjoyed the Last Jedi, but it definitely has its issues, and some of them are are pretty unmistakable. Um, the interesting thing is the articles. Don't they refer to the Last Jedi and the backlash? But because it was so financially successful, uh, most of the articles are they're asking for or they're saying it's a uh, they want to return to form for Star Wars because of Solo not performing well. And, and I wonder, do you guys? You guys are both really smart. Like a lot of times, people talk about the stuff they talk about. They talk out their ass and they have opinions. But like real talk. Do you think that Solo's disappointing box office has more to do with like why like what are the what's the main reason why that movie didn't do well? Was it too much Star Wars too quickly? Was it because people just hated The Last Jedi? Is it because Solo just wasn't a good movie and didn't have like good word of mouth? Combination of all of those. What do you guys think?
3: I mean, honestly, like I don't think it has any Go for it, Jake. Go ahead. No, no, no. I think
1: we're both thinking, I was but say, I, Somebody fucking I was say, say something! I don't think it has
2: anything to do... <laughs> I feel like there might be a delay or something happening. We, we uh, have a little bit don't, of a delay. It's I don't fine. Think it has it's fine. Any, I don't think it has anything to do with uh, too much Star Wars too quickly because Marvel fucking pumps out three and four movies a year and every one of them makes tons of money and is, is pretty well received. Like maybe they're not all the best, but I think solo did that because it was like, maybe they got ahead of themselves and um, got a little bit of a thing in their mind where they were like, we can do no wrong. Like Star Wars is amazing. We can do whatever we do. It's good. And maybe it wasn't well written. Maybe it wasn't the best acted film and then also there was all that behind the scenes shit like I think Solo is just a bad movie mm-hmm.
3: yeah I agree with you I was going to say my thoughts on it where it was probably rushed and uh pushed too fast and went through too many changes with direction Um, with Phil Lord and Chris Miller like being kicked off the project and I just feel like that's got to make for a weird filming process and the product was like I mean, I, it wasn't even good, like, in my opinion, what was there to begin with, with, like, the story that you're covering of Han Solo, like, it, it just played out like these are the the moments that you need to see, and we've mentioned this, where it's like, how did he get his gun? How did he get his name? How did he get his vehicle? Like, it just wasn't anything important. Yeah. Star Wars feels important when you watch those movies as a kid or for the first time as an adult or whatever. Like, there's, like, a, a, a meaning to them, and I just... Solo felt completely forgettable. It felt like it was made in like nineteen ninety seven, and yeah, I just it it wasn't good.
2: That's a pretty that's a pretty interesting thing that I, I don't I don't know if we've ever ta- touched on or really talked about. But saying that, you know, there, yeah, there's been a lot of Star, War mo- Star Wars movies at this point, but all of them feel very important. There's always like something big happening. There's always like a big. Finale. We know what we're building towards. They all even like Rogue One. It's a very important thing that they're doing. And yes.
3: Context wise, you're you like, you know, what? Solo, yeah. you get
2: the solo and you're like, there's oh, there's nothing. And so like, who cares? Where the like, fu- we know, uh, yes, <laughs> you know that yeah. she is. Yes, I know.
3: No,
0: that is a good point. And I completely agree. I think we could talk about this all day, but at the at the end of the line, uh, The fact is that Star Wars is a giant universe with tons of territory to cover and plenty of stories to tell and telling Han Solo's origin, which ultimately felt like they were this is this is how I imagine that conversation went.
1: What,
0: What kind of standalone movie should we do? What if it was like Han Solo and Lando, but they were like kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm.
3: Make the movie yep. and it's yep. just like, yep. whoa, no. A couple buzzwords, big yeah. money signs in their eyes and bam. Yeah,
0: it's just it it's just whatever. Like I said, we could spend all day. So, I'm very excited about episode 9. There's been a lot of rumors about possible characters and cameos, but we don't like to deal with rumor and innuendo around this place. Water cooler uh, speculation yeah we we like to uh we like to stick with the facts and we don't want to get into spoiler territory unless so,
3: we're making up the rumors
1: oh yeah we like we'll make them. up some rumors. Yeah.
0: natalie portman's back <laughs> fact that is happening
1: <laughs> annihilation is a
0: prequel to uh episode one
1: <laughs>
0: are y'all ready for this Ooh, last that's part
2: interesting
0: oh there there it is there you have Ooh, it sure. i hate sand <laughs> He, he just giggling about Anakin it's over good, there. I like him. We've got friends that swear the pre... We, we've got a couple friends that really like those prequels. I don't, I don't know about all that. I don't care when you were born. Those movies aren't very born. good.
1: Um, all right,
0: cool. We respect you. Next, Fuck Budget, number five, Jurassic Park, first movie, Tim, Lex, bunch of dummies, according to this article. <laughs> uh, actor Joseph Mazzolo... He played Tim in the first movie. He's in a God. I guess he's in something that just came Bohemian out. Rhapsody. Oh, he's in Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, Queen. So yeah, he's in the Queen movie.
3: Tim's in Queen. Tim joined Queen. Y'all you know, <laughs> hear? Tim's in Queen.
0: Tim's in Queen. Um, there was this talk about in this article about what Tim not being. Uh, we we talked about this earlier about which kids were the most resourceful in the Jurassic Park movies. I don't even know how to frame this question of the fuck budget, but it has to do with the end of the movie when Tim and Lex are being cornered by the Raptors and then uh, Ellie and Grant show up and there's, I guess, a chance for Tim to grab a gun, but he doesn't grab a gun? Is that is that what
2: I'm... I don't even know what I'm
0: there's asking. There's a clip
3: if you yeah, want to watch it, sc- but yeah, basically.
2: There's a, there's a scene where uh, um, uh, uh fucking... The girl uh, is doing Lex. the computer thing. Lex is doing uh, the computer. Lex is doing the computer. Grant and Ellie are both trying to keep the door shut. And the gun is on the floor. And Grant is like, hey, get the gun. And Tim's just standing there. Yeah. He's
3: got his hands on his head and he's like freaking out. So
2: that's what they're talking about.
3: And then he, instead yeah. of, as like the the scuffle continues with Grant Well, I have Ellie, a theory. Before we give a
0: fucks, I think he was so... In that moment, as he saw his sister hack into Jurassic Park, he realized that she was a better person than him. And he was, and all the making fun, you know, you're a hacker, you're a vegetarian, you're a stupid idiot. He
3: should not have been doing that. So he just like questioned. He had like a existential he was having an existential crisis down. exactly. Okay,
0: what I'm saying is when it comes to t- Tim getting the gun or not getting the gun. Abby, how many fucks do you give?
3: I only have one fuck left, so I give this uh, one fuck. When, I, when it comes to the case against Tim and whether he should have helped out in this situation, I'd have to say, A, he's eight, so I don't feel bad. B, Dr. Grant dropped the ball because he totally could have yelled directly at Tim and said, Tim, bring me the gun, which he never did. So he like mentions that he wishes he could reach it, but at that point, Tim has moved over to Lex and is looking over her shoulder at what she's doing, which... By the way, that's why I never noticed this as being an issue because I was always paying attention to Lex during this scene because I had no
0: idea there was a gun even there.
3: So yeah, I never noticed what that What would have been
0: good is while, while Ellie and Grant are holding the door and Lex is on the computer, what if Tim would have walked up with his book to Grant and is like, and then there's another professor. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: and he's um, defensive.
0: <laughs> but also
3: my other reason was it's Jurassic Park and everybody screws up, so.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, Jake, how many fucks do you give?
2: Um, I gave it zero fucks because this is kind of a dumb little piece of like non-news. Non- <laughs> like it's, it's just such a weird little part of the movie that doesn't matter. And uh, what he said about it is just like, oh, he's a kid. Like I don't know. It's just like kind of a. Uh, I don't know. It's just, well, let me read, I gave it zero
0: fucks. Let me I mean, read his quote, and then, then we'll, we'll, uh, we'll end this. He says, uh, Joe says, mistakes were made, okay? Mistakes were made. It was a high-pressure situation. Maybe Dr. Grant didn't want an eight-year-old boy handling a gun. That's one theory, but all I have to say is this. I wasn't a complete bozo in the movie. Tim at least understood, hey, don't shine the light in the T-Rex's face. So I'll give myself credit for that one.
3: The flashlight defense
0: every yeah. time i love flashlight theory All
1: right. uh,
3: i mean he did
0: just get exe- uh, executed electrocuted like an hour earlier his he
2: was fuzzy yeah. i mean he like 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 abby said he's an eight-year-old kid and he's like fucking terrified of getting eaten by a dinosaur so if there's a dinosaur
3: on the other side of that door as a kid anymore. i would get the fuck away from it too yeah
2: Jake would
0: like open the door and become Arrest one- my Jake would try to become one with the dinosaur Jake eat
1: me Hey, all of you guys,
2: you're, you're going about this the wrong way, just you gotta, just hold your hand out, it's gotta smell you, it sees that you're not threatened, you just become best friends with the dinosaur, That's
0: See, then the you
3: case. give him a little kiss behind the ear,
0: one yeah. of my, I was so impressionable yeah. when I, back when I was younger I met Jake three years ago uh, one of the first times we ever hung out, I specifically remember Jake telling me that he wanted to die being <laughs> eaten by, by a, a great shark. white shark, yes
1: and I, I was like, it. "Oh, this guy's fucking yeah." I was like, "This guy's Indeed.
0: fucking weird."
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what are you
0: talking about? I, I think going to the beach. Yeah. And you were like, "I, I you- think
3: so." It might have been that time that we all went to the beach yeah, together. About like, you not
0: I do not want to get eaten by a shark. You told me that would be the best way to die.
3: Yeah. And I was like, I,
0: I guess I God, don't
2: agree. Sounds terrifying.
0: Now, I like I your know.
3: style. That's what I remember
0: <laughs> Jake, thinking. Jake, you were so fearless as a young man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> You're
0: making this whole 2015
2: Conversation up
3: I think uh, I remember it Jake, Yeah because
0: Abby Just remembered that Yeah Yeah It's not like Avatar Realm of <laughs> the Sperm or whatever That thing
1: called
0: <laughs> Alright well listen folks This was a lot of fun I love doing these Fuck budgets We cover a lot of ground I think that was the first time We ever talked about Breaking Bad on this show What do you guys think
3: Yeah Maybe
0: Oh maybe yeah. It might have
3: come up In almost three years At this point
0: Yeah well we we'll probably Talked about it at some point um, but thank you everybody for stopping by Yes, Have Some Podcast this week. Don't forget, we're giving away a spirit Ghostbusters ghost trap on Instagram. We're going to be doing that drawing on Friday. So, what? this, yeah,
3: whoa, yes, I'm not surprised. I know I've been telling people about it.
0: <laughs> um, it's very cool, it is cool. Um, we, we're able to uh, give away one of those. And if you don't uh, th- th- listen, is it a Maddie ghost trap? No, but it's pretty good. Like, for what I think the spirit trap is very worthy addition to your Ghostbusters collection and we're happy to give one away. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get in on the contest, go it's to- definitely
2: it, it, it's definitely the second best uh, mass produced Ghostbusters trap you can get.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Um and take I it from Jake. F- take it. That's <laughs> So be it. So be it. Mm-hmm. We're giving we're giving away <laughs> prizes. <laughs> I guess we have to. Uh if you want to get in on the contest, head to our Instagram page at YHS Podcast and uh We posted about it the other day. Find that post. Follow us on uh, Instagram and then tag a friend. You will be entered. We will be... You know what we should do? We're Hmm. all going to be hanging out this week and maybe we'll get on Instagram live and and do a live drawing.
3: Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Sounds good.
0: Maybe we won't. Maybe we won't. We'll we'll do something. It'll be fun. We'll eat (laughs) a big dinner and we'll we'll figure it out. (laughs) Maybe I'll win it.
3: We'll do a live dinner.
0: Well, Jake, you have one and I have one. Abby, you don't have one. So maybe maybe you could be the winner. Maybe I can win. I have two. Jake, I then can we could have the
3: winner uh win it live. <laughs> <Is> that
0: Jake? <laughs> How do you give me one? Did you guys so oh my god. So everything was discounted at Spirit the day after Halloween. Somebody posted that their place went to like super deep discounts and they got the stay puffed and the slimer that are both retail for eighty five dollars each for five dollars each. Oh wow.
2: Well, that seems crazy.
0: I mean, my inclination is to not believe them, but they posted a bunch of... They also bought five Freddy gloves. <laughs> so it's like, you yeah. know, I mean, maybe... I this person. i jealous of them. I, I assume the best of people. That's what I'm yeah. saying. All right. Good for them. For Abigail Gardner and Jacob Walsh, my name is Craig Goldberg. You can find Yes I Have Some Podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Please make sure that you're subscribing wherever you're listening. And if you could... We ask you all the time Go to iTunes Leave a five star review Tell us what you love About the show Helps us a ton Gets us out there People Want to see Yes have some They want to experience it I know I do And I just came up With a new term Fan friction (laughs) It's when a It's when a fan base Is at odds With each other Like Ghostbusters Star Wars It's called fan friction
1: Hmm.
0: I should I I just wanted to I like
1: that
3: Yeah that's
0: funny
3: Okay (laughs) Alright Anything else Uh, That's it. I'm ready to get on to our bonus episode. Time to the bonus episode. Alright, we'll see everybody next week. Night, y'all.
2: Bye. Bye, guys.